How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the Creative Collision Podcast. This is Saeed here. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about the 2021 NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks and uh, just what this means for, for the NBA, for Giannis, and uh, and going forward, you know, uh, some predictions for next year. Not really predictions, but just my my thoughts of uh, how the season, you know, it's going to be next year and who who uh, who should be the favorites. But uh, congratulations again to Milwaukee, uh, to the Bucks, and I'm so proud of, uh, so happy for Giannis. Uh, uh, I'm going to get into some legacy talk with him as well and just, you know, what this championship really means for him. And um, uh, secondly, I want to talk about uh, uh, Loki uh, season finale. Uh, it was last week, but uh, you know it's a lot of a lot going, a lot of theories going on, and and we had the big reveal. So spoiler alert for that uh, uh, about about um, you know who the the next MCU villain is basically going to be, you know, going forward for for this next phase here. So uh, I'll get into that as well, and just my thoughts on that series overall, and also um, you know just these three Disney Plus shows that we've got from uh, for Marvel and. And uh, just kind of my thoughts overall on all three of those shows, going from Loki, and but starting with WandaVision, and then um, and then uh, Captain and the Winter Soldier, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and now Loki. So I'll get into that on the back end. But first, uh, let's get into my first topic here uh, about the NBA and the and the Bucks winning the championship, and uh, and let's get it going. All right, so Milwaukee won the championship um, this past Tuesday. Um, the new NBA champions 2021 and just just some thoughts on that um, first of all you know a lot of people are asking if if this is good for the NBA or not and I I think it is in my opinion it's good to see a new champion crowned and and not one of you know even as a Laker fan you know and of course I want the Lakers to win every year but um, it's it, if it's not the Lakers then you know it's good to see uh, one you know one of these teams that you know this team had the one in 50 years since Kareem was there you know in 71 so um you know some people some people don't you know don't know if it's good that you know a small market team like this one but I think it is because you know it shows that you could win anywhere and uh especially for for someone like Giannis that chose to stay with the team he was drafted by and didn't want to didn't want to leave there kept his word which is rare in today's NBA you have a lot of players that you know they just they just give up on you know after a couple of years that they can't and then if they don't feel they can win with the team they're on and then they're gonna demand a trade and Giannis didn't do that so you know this championship I feel like um it's as far as I can remember like the most celebrated one for like I want to say like Nobody really hated on this this team, you know. It's not like this team had haters. No, nobody really hates Milwaukee. Nobody hates the Bucks. Nobody really hates Giannis. You know, everybody was happy for him. And you know, how can you not like Giannis as a, like a as a person, you know, and as a you know, and how hard he works. Uh, there are people that there's people that critique Giannis's game and felt like he wasn't good enough to win. And I get that. Like, you, if you felt like. He was he wasn't gonna get over the hump because you know he needed to shoot better, have a better shot, or have more skill. There's there's naysayers and and people that you know thought he just he didn't have what it takes. But that's different than than somebody just hating on a player because they don't like him for whatever reason. They don't want him to win. 
So it's not it's not like anybody despised this this team winning or Giannis winning, you know. So uh, yeah, th- this is one of these championships that you feel like, even if you're not a fan of the team, you're you're kind of happy for that team, and and uh, and how can, you know you don't you know you definitely don't feel bad, you know you feel that like, you feel good at this, you feel good at the right you feel like the right team won, you know nobody on that team is is really a, you can really hate on that much, you know P.J. Tucker kind of annoys people and things like that, but. It's, there's not really any many players on there that that kind of you know people don't want to see winning. So I think it's good for the NBA that he won and and he won with the team he um, he got drafted by. So this is big for Giannis. You know, at 26 years old, he he has two MVPs already. He has a Finals MVP. Um, he's a Defensive Player of the Year. You know, like five time All NBA by 26 and. That's crazy, you know. That's not even a resume LeBron had at 26. You know, LeBron. I think LeBron won his first championship at 26 as well. But uh, um, well, I think LeBron has two MVPs as well. But you know, you throw in you throw in the Defensive Player of the Year and and things that that hardly anybody's ever done. Um, I know that with this championship, Giannis in the Finals MVP, uh, he's the first, not the first player, but the, uh, he's one of three players. Uh, him and Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon that um, have won a championship, a Finals MVP, and a Defensive Player of the Year award in their career. So, at 26 years old, he's already in historic territory. So, this is this means a lot for Giannis. I think this automatically propels him to top 25 player all time already. If he were like retired tomorrow, um, and uh, there's you know he has a chance to be amongst that tier one group you know that 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 top 10 top 12 range like the pantheon guys you know guys that are legends and and just you know the kobe's uh lebron's uh magic's the uh, kareem's the uh, birds you know that there's there's a solid like 12 13 players that are like just historically historically like great you know pantheon all-time great legends and and when you're in the top 25 you're 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 in that getting closer to that category so that's he had the chance with his championship he had the chance to get there you know and it's crazy how he just dominated you know game game six one of the all-time greatest uh finals closeout games 50 points in a closeout game just just remarkable stuff from him and he definitely looked like as the playoffs kept going along that he figured he figured it out. He got more and more better. Um, he figured out that nobody can stop him, and and I think that's when it it changed for Giannis when things turned for him. So he stopped trying to be a shooter, and I always thought that you know people were wrong for trying to make him to a three point shooter, trying to make him shoot more. Like, dude, you don't need to shoot more to to be dominant. Just get, you know, nobody can stop you at the rim. Nobody can stop you down low. Um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna score any any time you're within like five feet. You're gonna score every time, just about. And I really feel like Giannis figured that out and and just realized that nobody can stop me. Why am I selling for jump shots? And uh, and he's very, you know, his game is not like Shaq, but it's very much like a. The, how dominant he is it's like a 
a modern day like evolution of what, how Shaq was back then. You know, the games are different. You know, they play differently. You know, um, Giannis definitely has the ball in his hand more, and he's more of a ball handler, of course. But, um, but they both have like this dominance about them that um, nobody can stop them. You know, no, you know, nobody can stop them. They're just gonna physically overpower and outpower anybody against them. So. I think he's figured it out, and it's scary for the rest of the NBA. I know it's it's scary, and and you know he's gonna go into next season being one of the, he might be the best player in the NBA now. You know I, I think it's I think it's definitely at worst top three. You know I think it's uh, Giannis, LeBron, and Durant are the top three players in the NBA right now, and uh, depending on what order you want to put them, but um, it's it's exciting. And I think it opens, you know, it just makes the the field really open for next season where you feel like almost anybody could win. So um, on the flip side with the Suns, Chris Paul, that was his best chance to win. And, and uh, I mean, for sure, he had to be playing hurt. Really, you know, he, he was not good. As, he didn't really want to shoot. So I felt like something was obviously wrong with him. Uh, but, you know, he's going to be, I think, 37 next year. You know, so there's already rumors of him going to the Lakers. Um, I mean, it will, it could work. You know, with the Lakers, he'll be a th- third option. I think at this point of his career, Chris Paul should be a third option. You know, on the Suns, he was the number two option behind Booker, and and uh, and I don't think that's gonna work anymore with Chris Paul. He needs to be at this stage. He he should be a number three option on the championship level team. That's that's where he's going to be um, his best at, you know. So, um, great, you know, great, great series. It was exciting just to see all these fresh faces and new players in the finals. And for next year, it's, it's definitely it's definitely going to be going to be a good one, you know. Uh, we'll see if Brooklyn can stay healthy, but you're gonna, it's going to be Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Uh, we'll see what the Heat do. I know the Heat. Have a lot of moves they can make you for agency. Um, the Sixers, you know, with the whole Ben Simmons situation, and the, are they going to trade him or not? And I, you know, they they probably are. So we'll see what what they do with Ben Simmons. And then in the West, you know, you got the Lakers coming back with a you know healthy AD hopefully, and you know you know the Lakers going to make moves. They're, they're going to do something. So um, you know it's not over yet. And you, you know LeBron watched this championship and saw Giannis win, you know, that just motivated him again. So it's not over for the Lakers. The Clippers, it might be over because of Kawhi got, is getting surgery. So if Kawhi misses the whole season to, you know, he's and it's an ACL tear. So it seems like this, this next year could be a watch for the Clippers where if, they're, if Kawhi is out the whole year, then it can be a lost season for them. So. Um, and then with the Suns, I don't, I don't think they're ever going to get this good of a chance again, especially, you know, with Chris Paul at his age. So we'll see if they bring him back. He wants, the reports are he wants three years, like 100 mil. And, you know, we'll, we'll see. But, um, I mean, they'll, they'll be in the mix, but it's, gonna, it's definitely going to be a lot tougher for the Suns to get back next year, especially when the rest of the league, if, you know, gets healthy it's going to be a good one so um great series happy for the bucks it means it's a big big uh 
know, means a lot for Giannis, and I'm very proud of him and happy for him, you know, and and this this propels him up there, you know, it it puts him in that in that running where you can end up as one of the ten greatest of all time, and at 26 years old, he already has like the accolades, so. If he just keeps on, you know, if he wins another championship or two and just, you know, keeps on making all-star teams and being an MVP uh, candidate, he doesn't even need to win another MVP. He just needs to, you know, keep being in the, being one of the top top players in the league every year. He's going to end up there, man. It's 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 almost inevitable at this point. So, um, yeah, that, you know, that that's it for, for the finals. And, and uh, we'll see what happens next year. But, uh Great series overall, and uh, again, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, so for my last topic, I'm going to talk about uh, the season finale of Loki and the overall season as well. Um, so Loki just finished uh, past this past week, and uh, overall, great series. Uh, it definitely was my favorite out of the three Disney Plus uh, Marvel series so far. Um, I thought it was just, you know... Uh, it was the most fun to watch for me, you know. I know, uh, you know, maybe some people um, had some issues here and there, but overall, I thought it was the best, the best series. Um, uh, I think I had the best uh, characters in it, and not, and not just because of Loki and Tom Hiddleston, but you know, uh, Sylvie, the other Loki, um, you know, Wilson in there, you know, like uh, um, it had a really nice cast and and. Uh, where I was, I was, you know, into every everybody's storyline, not just Loki's, you know. So, you know, I just thought the concepts were, were, um, just uh, uh different and like uh, compelling, you know, with the whole TVA and and who's behind the TVA, and then you know, again, spoiler warning, but you know, we get the reveal at the end that it's uh, King the Conqueror, which is uh, was already um was already uh, kind of leaked as to uh he was going to be the next villain of the uh of the MCU. Um he was already um leaked to to be in the um the next Ant-Man movie, um uh, Quantumania and then uh and so we it wasn't that big of a surprise when we saw him. A lot of people had predicted that it would be him and and he would be behind everything. Um but still still just crazy, you know, still still pretty <laughs> pretty crazy how it all came together you know and and to to see how how he controlled everything and how he has you know how he's been running the show and and he kind of built this uh you know i, I thought it was cool how they were able to explain so much in so little time you know when king when they you know when they meet king and and he's trying to he's talking to the two loki's about how he did what he did or, or who he is, his backstory basically. And, you know, and it's easy to follow along and you, you get it, you know, you don't really need a whole, a whole, uh, much, you know, you don't need a whole extra episode to, to, to it would have been nice to get more episodes, but it's not, it's not like they needed to, uh, um, explain a whole lot of his backstory. We're able to get it, you know, that he basically, Scientists from the 31st century uh, discovered all these other universes stacked on each other, and then his alternate self, another, you know, basically his variants of other universes, 
you know, were able to discover each other, but, you know, at first they're kind of getting along, but then there was a great war, and because of this great war, he he had to basically put together this this one timeline, or else there would be chaos, and and uh, it all makes sense, and and it's it's easy to to see what's going on, but it also uh, adds so much more, you know, to this, to the MCU, and and it, and he's I feel like he's such a such a very interesting and compelling uh, villain, you know, total like opposite of Thanos. Where Thanos was, you know, just brute strength and you know just this physical presence. Uh, you know, and also Thanos was obviously super smart too and things like that. But, you know, Kang is, is just this ultra genius scientist. And those guys are always a lot scarier than the strong guys, you know, in the, in the movies. So, as villains, those guys are always the ones that are most powerful and you got to fear the most. So, for him to, to be saying he was controlling everything this whole time... Um, it's pretty crazy and definitely leaves to a lot of possibilities. So I'm really this this show really 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 made me excited for um, the the movies coming out for for Doctor Strange two and also for uh, the Ant Man movie for Quantum Mania, and uh, and you know Marvel just keeps doing it, man. They keep finding ways to keep you entertained and also uh, you know just just invested in the whole MCU and. And all these storylines with the theories and this and that and and um, they they just keep finding you know they keep doing it and it's very impressive man and I don't see their their rain falling off anytime soon so uh, yeah a very very uh, very um, good show and overall I'm I'm not gonna say it was the greatest show ever but you know I definitely enjoyed this one more than uh, the other two uh, one division. And um, and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, both of, all three shows have been really good. But Loki to me stands out the most, and I feel like has the most potential too. When you look at there will be a season two, and there's they left it where there's still so much storylines going on, uh, so many so many uh, story arcs that didn't get completed with Sylvie, with um, uh, Mobius, you know the whole you know ending. Of this episode where Loki basically uh, ends up back to where he started, you know, and now he's kind of it seems like he's in another di- another universe, and Mobius doesn't even know him anymore, and it's crazy because they spent this whole season getting to you know to know each other, and and they had such great chemistry, and and he's starting from scratch again, and then and that universe um, there is no you know three. There's no three time wizards or whatever. It's you know, King is kind of out in the open, and and now we're gonna have all these versions of King, and it's crazy to to see. You know, it's gonna be some bad, evil versions of him, good versions of him. It seems like this one in the show was supposed to be a good version of him. So if this is a good version of him, you know, it's it's gonna be pretty pretty uh pretty cool to see the evil version, the bad version of him, and I'm sure we're gonna see that in the movies. Um, or maybe in season two. So overall, I really enjoyed this show. I really enjoyed uh, this series. Um, you know, I wish it was longer. It could have been. All these shows could have been longer. All these Marvel shows. Uh, but uh, we definitely got enough um good stuff out of this, and 
and I really enjoyed all the characters, you know, the, the new characters from Sylvie to to um, uh, Mobius, Owen Wilson. Uh, they and I forgot what the the chick's name is. Uh, the judge, the the judge of the TVA, because uh, she took off to say she was gonna go find Free Will, and so there's a lot of theories as to where she's going and what she's gonna do. So, um. Can't wait for season two. Great series. Um, you know, Marvel keeps on doing it, and you know, I'll be, I'll be excited for the movies. Uh, overall, you know, I, I give this show like a, I'll, I'll give it like a, eight point five out of ten. Maybe you know, let's go nine out of ten. I'll give it a nine out of ten. It was a good show, really good, really good show. So, um, you know, that's my thoughts on that. And uh, yeah, that that's it for this this episode. Um, we'll see what I got coming up next. Um, definitely doing more podcasts again. So, um, you know, everybody stay safe. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Feeling like Bradley Cooper can fuck